her brothers don't are surprised when she tells them about the mountains that she she saw in the West Bank. So you you um, you take from the people for so many for so many years. You take you take every every uh, 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 hope and every every uh, horizon every every joy you take out of them. And still, I want to say, and I'm again, I want to say that that. The more I hear about this Saturday, and I think that many details are, I mean, I, I verified about many details and, and the atrocities were there, but it taught me that people came, not all, not, not the majority, a few, but it only tells me how the pressure that has built up, how monstrous it was to create these monstrous attacks on one, in one day. Amira Haas, longtime Israeli correspondent for Haaretz in the occupied Palestinian territories, usually based in Ramallah. She's author of Drinking the Sea at Gaza, reporting from Ramallah, and wrote the forward and afterward to her mother, Hannah Levy Haas's Holocaust memoir, Diary of Bergen-Belsen. To see part one of our interview with Amira and also our interview yesterday with Dr. Mustafa Barghouti, visit democracynow.org. I'm speaking tonight in Charleston, West Virginia, at the Grassroots Radio Conference, 7.30 p.m. at the Capitol Theater. Visit democracynow.org for details. Oh, and happy birthday to Robbie Karen. I'm Amy Goodman. Thanks so much for joining us. You are listening to KBOO Portland. Brr, it's cold in here. I need a sweater, but one that expresses my values. I know. My limited KBOO Sound of Democracy crew neck. And you can find it at kboo.fm slash SOD shirt on the sidebar of the homepage. But there's so many colors. How will I pick? Gray? Red? I know. What about oregano? Tune in to Locus Focus, a weekly conversation about our place on the planet, every Monday morning at 10 on KBOO Community Radio. Each week, host Barbara Bernstein talks with local, regional, and national experts, activists, and policymakers about climate change, river protection, the transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy, salmon restoration, forest management, and all the other things that are critical to protect our planet. That's every Monday at 10 a.m. on your community radio station, KBOO. KBOO FM. Portland, power to the people. Good morning. You are listening to The Gap here on KBOO Portland, 90.7 on your FM dial. Hello, how's it going? I'm Tammy, and with me is the one and only Althea Billings. Hello and good morning. Happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm going to put on my, my knee pads. Yeah, I was going to say, Tammy, do you want to tell the people about your, your new gift? Yeah, um, Althea's mom got me in knee pads because I... Because gravity just kicks my butt. So yeah. it, um, since my accident, uh, fans of the program will know that Timmy <laughs> was in something of a gravely car injured accident with a lime scooter. So you know, one by one, we're going to cover these joints. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I keep getting and and yeah, longtime listeners of the show. A couple of weeks ago, I <laughs> long time a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, by twenty twenty three standards, that was an ion eon ago. True, ion eon half a decade. Yeah, I want to start saying half a decade instead of five years. Doesn't it sound? I so... think that it is more syllables, but it is more fun. Half a decade ago, three quarters of a decade. So that would that would be seven and a half years. Um. Half a month ago, about, um, yeah, I hit hit my knee on the studio desk here, so I have it covered, Yeah, and look, nothing. There you go. Um, (laughs) Anyways, we are here back on the show. We weren't here last week. Uh, Did you you miss the people? I I kind of miss them in the way that, like, when you go on vacation without your mom, and then your mom's like, oh, I missed you, you're back. (laughs) Maybe a little nice to not. To not, but we're happy to be here. I'm super stoked. Yeah, I just needed some some time to. I think we all need a little bit of time. A lot of 
hardcore intense news coming from yeah. the world pretty much doing doing what it does but on overdrive i guess this time yeah um so yeah i just need a little a little time to myself recuperate make sure family is okay as i hope that your family and friends and loved ones are as well but yes we are back here on the show covering uh if you aren't familiar with the show it's a two-part show in the first half of the show we either do an interview or a roundhouse kick to the face of a news roundup. Yes. Um, And then for the second part, we open up the phone lines to you to metamorphosis into a listener, from a caller into a listener. Other way around, but yes. Sorry, from a listener to a caller. (laughs) I metamorphosized myself on that one. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, At the bottom half of the show. You use too many $5 words and your brain rots. Well, it's half a decade ago. (laughs) Half a decade ago. Um, Before we get into this first story, and there is quite a bit that we're talking a lot of local news, and don't worry, we're going to talk probably about the House GOP's meltdown, Uh, but it is KBU's Fall Membership Drive. Would love to have your support at this time for programs like this you can go to kboo.fm slash give and give us a little donation five bucks is great 25 bucks is fantastic maybe consider becoming a monthly member you can also text kboo to 44321 and you can mail a check to 20 southeast 8th avenue portland oregon 97214 i got another one for you do you maybe gift a membership to someone gift a membership you like it is, that? It is about that time, folks. To gift um, gifts. Uh, to gift gifts. You know, if you know someone who's super cool and, like, the coolest person around, you're yeah. like, hey, this person doesn't want any of this big box store stuff. Yeah. They want They have a local. blender. They want community. They mm-hmm. want music. They yeah. want a news, uh, news and views and everything in between, from the eclectic to the jazz to the... To the Gap, uh, to mm. all of the shows, uh, Voices for the Animals, we heard... Uh, Barbara Bernstein's promo. Barbara Bernstein, Shout Locus out. Focus, Locus the Focus. Youth Collective. Yeah. All of this here in KBU, and it's all, it's all you know, motivated by membership support um, or, and, and volunteer-powered. So yeah. gift that gift that keeps on giving. And we deeply, we really appreciate it. You oh, know, yeah, we do. You know, you can write us a little note. That's one of the things that I'm going to start encouraging people to do is write us a little note. You know, I love to have a note. Anyway, a all dedication. right. Yes. Let's do the show. <laughs> let's Boom. do the show. All right. Um, so um, this first story here, uh, Tammy brought this one. It's this a, I Willamette Week's cover story this week. I couldn't pass it off. I said, he, this man has given us gold and we, and, in, and, and the alchemy, <laughs> as we are alchemists, sure. you know, as people know, I can't, I couldn't pass this dross. No. I couldn't pass an opportunity to take this dross and transform it into uh, into gold. Hmm. Mike Schmidt, well, it's not his fault. <laughs> it is not. It is not his fault, and he <laughs> wants people to stop it. Um, <laughs> and I'm reading just the first the first uh, paragraph. I'll just read the first paragraph. It's a little long, so bear with me. Mike Schmidt says it, it's not his fault. There you Boom. go. First paragraph First of this paragraph Willamette done. Week um, article. Press enter, hit tab. Now we're ready for the next paragraph. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Of course, uh, Mike Schmidt, uh, if you aren't familiar, there's a lot of names being thrown, is the uh, the DA for the... Multnomah County. For the county. Um, and if you live in Multnomah County, then I'm sure that you maybe downtown have seen the big banner uh, that people of Portland took out that says, we're living in a Schmidt show or something Portland like that. Portland is a Schmidt show. <laughs> um which wasn't the most successful campaign because people kind of thought it was an ad for him, and they're like, "Guess it is." He's like, "Oh, this guy knows how to knows how to pun up his last name. That's yeah, pretty cool." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've just been seeing. As I was reading this article, Willamette Week uh, came out on the 18th. Um, I was reading. They're you know they're basically they're trying to re. It's. I was reading this, and it's a capsule of all of the crazy news and stuff that we've witnessed in the last few years that yeah. he's been around or he's been around that we've been around you know mm. let's say let's say the last three years i'm not 2020 i'm that's a, a, a mulligan is that what you call <laughs> I'll go, let's say let's say 2020 everybody gets a bad one 2020 we all get a bad was rough 2021 onwards um i forgot all about i mean i know the catalytic converters was a big thing but i'd forgotten about him considering all the other stuff that happened in between yeah. uh, there's some of these oh my god it, it just it makes me really really sad reading all of this because there there's just how can he rate himself in a anyways it, throughout the article he rates himself and he says how it's not his fault um 
and there's some really there's some bangers in this. I just want to read a couple yeah, of please. points here. Um, he readily acknowledges that the criminal justice system in Multnomah County, as is busted, <laughs> is as busted as a Subaru Outback stripped of its catalytic, catalytic converter. He just doesn't believe any of it. Any of this trouble comes from the decision he has made in the county's top prosecutors, as the county top prosecutor in the 38 months he's been in office. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that doesn't That's, drop it's, picture. You know, somebody had fun writing this. I'll say that. Um, I, you know, if I'm if I'm Mike Schmidt's friend, I'm gonna say, hey, this doesn't look great. Um, but you know, he they're they're describing him as quietly defiant, um, and you know that 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 makes sense. He's a very tall gentleman, and I was telling you this yesterday. I think if he was, you know, outwardly defiant or super confident, people would be like, ah, <laughs> you know, or or maybe he could adopt it and really project a tough on crime thing. But that's not really his thing, you know. Um, I would, and so Willamette Week will go after him, but you know who they'll write a glowing portrait of mm. for the right amount of cash. It it was it was literally like a sponsored post. Sure. I don't know if you saw that profile of Jordan Schnitzer, where they're like, beloved local real estate mogul, Jordan Schnitzer is <laughs> the, giving back. The comments on that was pretty great. Yeah. So it's, well, they own this town. What can I tell? I mean, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> you own good. the town, you own the papers. Suddenly that's a bad thing. And they're like, the, the Willamette Week is also... Uh, referencing a poll done by People for Portland, which again are are they a nonpartisan research institute? No, they're a guy from Tigard who won't pay his taxes. It is kind of odd that they they added they added that in there. They just yeah they say fifty seven percent of people it, Portlanders polled by People for Portland don't approve of him. Go ahead. Yeah, and we talked last week or the week before about how the guy from People from Portland is is. Uh, not only the doesn't live in Portland, he doesn't. It also doesn't live in Portland, <laughs> but hasn't hasn't paid his taxes, which is problematic for you know. Um, if you want to do anything in your in the civic arena, you know, pay yeah. your taxes. You may not um, even be in Multnomah County. Well, that doesn't. There is there's also another part here about how he on May 18th, 2020, Schmidt was swept into office with 70 percent, 77 percent of the vote. On May 25th, uh, George Floyd was murder, murdered in Minneapolis by a police officer amplifying the calls for reform. And I, I know what I mean, I get why one has to do with the other. But you coming in here saying that you're a progressive and that you're, you know, that you're all about reform. Uh, your platform included eliminating cash bail, ending mandatory minimums. I mean, OK, so that, that was kind of in in tow with what the demands were from mm -hmm. activists. So I'm just kind of confused what that has to do with with one another. I will say, yes, in the last, I think, month, there was like no or the lowest amount of crime or something or no yeah, crime something been, for like they've been ticking down 30 since days. August. Yeah. So heck yeah, but also like it also got, I mean, we, it, it, it also, also got coming, cold. Coming, wow. Yeah, coming down from a historic high. Um, uh, but it, it is interesting. So the the question this is like a question and answer piece as you get into it. Um, <laughs> right, is it fair to use crime rates as a gauge of how well you are doing? Mike Schmidt says what the district attorney can do to try to alter the trajectory of crime rates is not a lot. Yeah, but then he uses crime rates in order to gauge himself. And and like two questions later, and then they ask him, "Wait, didn't you just say that?" You say that's not you the just way said that crime rate is not a fair way to judge your performance. I agree with that, but as long as I'm <laughs> going to get blamed for the crime rate going up, I like to advertise that the crime rates are going down. I love that. Have your cake and eat it too. Well, I mean, and and in another sense, from a strategic sense, people aren't going to suddenly stop caring about the crime rate. Um, but you know, here's the other thing: deterrence. Does that even work? I mean, there there is a part about how he's also mentioning um, that the police, or I guess lack of, they they in the in this article they mentioned they use the phrase uh, "police on strike" or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, so he's saying that there that there could be an impact from that, but I, I, there, I, you know, so there there he has a lot of really interesting perspectives, and it's just he's just been real quiet this whole time and now that i don't know elections are kind of brewing up you know right around the corner he's uh yeah well he has a job well <laughs> i'm tr and i'm looking for it where is it at I, where i'm looking for it i'm still seeing cars being broken into i'm still car i mean i'm i seeing how people are driving around and mm -hmm. i mean there's you got a job it wasn't there like low-key like a dude that was kind of like you know the the big thing that put him on the map most recently as far as like people being very divisive about his way or 
whether he, you know people asking the question whether he's efficient or not is was the you know the guy who was under I'm using I'm being very careful with my words okay. uh the the guy who committed a couple of murders around in Oregon in different places and it seems to be uh like if one person did it and oh, he was yeah, at one point serial killer yeah yeah I was trying to not to use that oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> I blew it up I'm sorry yes <laughs> Um, Spoke too soon. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, yeah. um, no, that wasn't him, though. That was the governor. That was Kate Brown that let him out. Oh, shoot. You are right. Yeah. Oh, ugh. Sorry, KB. Everything. <laughs> what are you apologizing to? I mean, that just because I, I, I don't mean to break. Well, you know, well, he knows he's doing great. He doesn't need me to. Well, there uh, you go. He doesn't need me to say um, anything to him. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he um, was. There was at some point a connection where he was. Oh, no, you're right. It was the COVID. Never mm-hmm. mind. You're right. Yeah. Kate Brown. Oof. Shout out the old governor. Um, I, 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 sorry, my bad. I was wrong. No, no, you're 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 totally fine. Um, just you know, I'm a big Mike Sh- Mike Schmidt person. <laughs> I think that he could. I think he should change his whole appeal and 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 try to be like, okay, um, I'm gonna. I, I don't know. He needs to do. So, he need, this whole thing. I, yeah. I'm doing a great job. I, I mean, he's my, kind of everything. Yeah. My constituents are saying doesn't matter, and I'm doing a great job, and they just don't get it. Is not really gonna fly. I think in the face of voters. And then on top of it, you have this other, like, I don't know. So apparently also there's, like, some talk about um, how women in his office don't feel comfortable and stuff. Oh, with yeah, the Boley, Bo- report. Boley found the gender discrimination. Uh, the g- complaints gender. about the workplace. So that's that's not great on top of it. But I'm not, yeah. not I'm not, you know, I just, I, I think that a lot more could be done. I think from just talking with people, this is, like, it's not necessarily that there's crime that that's a problem. Is that that it, there is a feeling that that nothing is being done towards resolving the issue of whether crime is happening from like property, disc- you know, property damage, or whether right. it's coming from you know like carjackings, or whether it's coming from theft, which also you know. So you can say a lot of people are st- are let's say there's a lot of theft happening at these big box stores let's say which you know let's i won't target for example mm. right and they're like you know what we're just going to pick up our stuff and go okay well maybe you shouldn't have like opened up like a target in hollywood like i wouldn't do that if i mm. was like you know t- we've t- been picking to that, places we've where, been to that target together if i recall yeah, <laughs> a lot of things were missing there right but it, it's kind of like well but no one is you know so it just, it just feels like a lot more is being taken away from people than being reinvested. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're also seeing that in housing where a lot of things are being taken away, like $40 million of taxpayer money, and nothing is actually being allocated back out. Yeah. So nothing is actually being invested back in our community. So what's up? Yeah. I. Well, can I say one thing about the crime stuff before we pivot to housing and things like that? Um, I mean, I, I, it just feels that like the idea of the crime rate being up or being down, I don't know that it's... It doesn't seem like a specific enough metric, I guess, to under to like. Are, is that actually what we're talking about? Is like if this number is down, it's good, and if it's up, it's bad. Like yes, but obviously the situation is more complicated than that. And if we knew absolutely how to change things, wouldn't we be doing that? And also the difference between petty crime and violent crime, mm-hmm. and that those deserve to be treated differently and also that you know that so much of the rhetoric around portland has been like oh you're not gonna they're, they're gonna take your catalytic converter you know who they is an organized crime ring you know so devote your and, and same thing with uh with retail theft and stuff and people are just shoplifting it's lawless the police won't do anything it's, it's all the organized crime and you're you're right to be upset about that but to lay that at the feet of you know homeless portlanders or or what have you is is not true and we're not getting to the root of it which is organized crime you'll remember the frat boys in lake o on the on, on the lake front mind you running yeah, the catalytic converter ring but if there is i think if there's an environment and it can breed uh and the whole catalytic converter thing was like a deregulation at the federal level that stopped having the it was partially no it was actually state level i take it back that it stopped having to have like the little codes on it or whatever so that they were way harder to track where catalytic converters came from and then they're mailing them to new jersey i don't need to rehash it um yeah i mean i i hear you i just i think the there's the realistically like if if you're about to go to work and your car isn't working because it either got it's gone or it's broken or it's uh the windows have been smashed or you had, I don't know, there, 
it's it's ongoing. It's like yeah. every single day you hear these things. So I get like all the 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 nuance that's behind it, but I, I think that uh, you know I'm not trying to like I don't, I I know that there's a lot of people, especially like folks and uh, pe- people from Portland, that are trying to create this like mishmash and say, oh, it's all homelessness and crime and putting it in the same breath. And there is you know obviously. That's, Sorry, that's that scowl wasn't at you. I'm getting some wild ads on the Willamette Week website. <laughs> I, like, made a face. I didn't want you to think that was about you. I'm not getting any of them. Um, <laughs> try, trying to put it all together. But I think if, Sorry. There, is, if there is an environment where there is, there, social services are, 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 where are they? They're, not in, mm. they're almost non-existent. Mm. Um, people are still being taxed for these social services that, for real, for real, they voted for because they do want to help people yeah. that are less fortunate. And nothing is no, – both of those things aren't aren't really happening. And then on top of it, cops are, are, you know, using the language of this article, are on strike. And all this does is, is create a milieu where – for criminality, whether it is, like, mm. uh, criminality as in, like – I don't know property damage or petty crimes or whatever or whether it is trafficking or whether it is um, like I don't know it could be like a, a just the laws uh, is an interesting thing and a lot of and mm. it's different there's a lot of things that people think is a crime that isn't mm. you know mm-hmm. so that's one thing that yeah. I think a lot of people see things that call it criminal and it's not you know. Yeah. But there is definitely a lot of suffering, and that suffering criminal criminality is just bound to happen because it's it's people trying to take advantage of people who are desperate and and people feeling desperate and having like no resources for them. Like, yeah, it's I'm I'm like still blown away, but by the fact that there's like <laughs> billions of dollars just sitting there, yep, waiting for while people are dying, like mm-hmm. waiting for housing, mm-hmm. yeah. and so. I don't know. I think Mike, Mike, Mikey, need, Mike Schmidt needs to. Uh, I think he needs something a little bit stronger. I think there's a lot of other, not like stronger as in like I don't know, get on the street and get people with guns to just whatever terrorize people. But I think he needs to have a clearer vision. Same with the housing. I think there needs to be a clearer vision of what the hell are you trying to do? Yeah. Because what you've been doing, we've been seeing. Don't tell me it's working. Yeah. Like you can't. Don't lie to me. Mm. Just be like, hey, 2020 was crazy. I feel you on that. It was crazy. I got you. What can we do to make it better? Yeah. Um, here's what I, I want, A, B, and C. You have constituents. You have people who are going to vote. You he, you know, in this article, he's talking about how much more money the department now has. Use that money mm-hmm. up. Be mm-hmm. a little nicer to the women in there. Mm-hmm. And get your stuff, to get your Schmidt together. Yeah, that's, yeah. We were brainstorming uh, potential new slogans for his reelection campaign uh, last night. And the one that I came up with was, Portland, we're in this Schmidt together. That's what I got right now. You're doing ally. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree what you're saying about uh, a clear vision is is definitely is definitely needed. Um, where do you want to go next? Um, oh, can I just say my one thing about this? <laughs> about this. The, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Clean so, visions and all. Uh, there is federal regulators okay natural gas pipeline expansion in Pacific Northwest over environmentalist protests. This is an OBB article. Uh, same company that was wanting to do the Keystone XL crude oil pipeline. You know, this pipeline belongs to TC Energy. It's called GTN Express. And there's one particular line in this story that irked me to, to no end. And it says, and, and so this is like a pipeline that's going from Canada through Idaho and Washington and Oregon down to California. And it says, the company says the project is necessary to meet consumer demand. And <laughs> That's capitalism, baby. <laughs> I was telling Tammy last night, I was like, this thing is, that's driving me nuts. That that, that is just what it says. Like, there's no questioning that. And like, I understand that, you know, capitalism, the state of affairs, it's like, but it, 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 the way that it's worded is like, consumer demand is some ethereal thing. Like, consumer demand is the wind. Like, what are, what are we going to fight the wind? We have to meet the wind. <laughs> it's if that wind demand. comes here and it tells us that we can't have a free market, then heck yeah, we'll fight it. Okay. <laughs> well, but, and like another way to frame it of like the company says that we, it's necessary to meet consumer demand is it's also to meet their <laughs> revenue goals. It's necessary for us to put, put like millions of people at risk by running this dangerous pipeline through their community, which like, it's wild that they're building pipelines all across, you know, the U.S. and whatever, 
they're and they're every year they're bursting open and, and ruining things they have, every year this one uh, they're, they're, is it 3.4 uh, 3.47 million metric ton of greenhouse gas emissions per year for like, at least the next three decades no and this one is like is referencing uh the uh one that exploded in Strasburg, Virginia in July, and the Keystone Pipeline spilled 600 gallons of oil in Kansas last December. Like, we can't go a calendar year without these things breaking, and you're just then the federal regulators are just going to go through with it because of consumer demand. We demand that we can spill oil wherever we want. If you had a straw that was leaking this much, you would recall it. What is going mm. on? Okay, that's that's just that just <laughs> only if it was a paper straw. Don't get me started about paper straws. Yeah, you know you what they found the chemicals in the paper straws? No. Mm. Okay. Well, maybe that's an off-air conversation. <laughs> anyway, that was that was one thorn in my side. This pipeline is here. How long did they say it's going to take for them to build something like Why this? Why did they say yes to this? Oh. <laughs> uh, I think it will probably take a little while, but this is it's nutty, man. Okay. I don't want to. We we can't fully oh, I go see. into there's this some existing. Today. Oh, there's yeah, there's like some existing ones. Connecting some them. stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing it was yeah. You have to meet the consumer demand. Mm. What if the consumers started demanding something else? Oh, anyway. Well, capitalism, you know? They'll start. I can't start with that. Um, uh, okay. Do we want to talk housing? Do we want to do a quick jump into the ha- the house GOP? What do you want to do? Uh, we've got a couple of minutes. Should we just go to the house GOP? Yeah, let's go to the house GOP. I mean, GOP. They, they didn't write that article for no one to read it. Yeah, so true. Um, <laughs> this Politico article... They're fighting, you guys. The house they're GOP, squabbling. They're squabbling. <laughs> they use the word squabbling. There's some great uh, word choice in this article, which is something that I'm discovering today that I really latch on to. It's like a fun word word choice as, as I'm going to get excited about it. Um, but yeah, that they're, they're in a private meeting. They're all yelling at Matt Gaetz. Um, this is a Politico article. And when he refused to yield, Representative Mike Bost of Illinois stood up and hollered a command at him that one Republican recalled as, if you don't sit down, I'll put you down. Mm. I know that's right. That's not a huh. civil meeting. <laughs> Um, and this, this is the quote that I, the, the line that I really liked. It seems that every day without a speaker brings a new release of pent up anger from the House GOP, which is stuck in the bewildering position of technically controlling a chamber of Congress where it can't even vote on bills. I love the word bewildering. It is bewildering. Here's, a, you know, something I thought of. If you're gonna create problems, at least create a new problem. I was just gonna say, you opened up Pandora's box. Yeah. And now you're saying. What's going on? Why is why is Penderosa here? You open <laughs> and that's up. what that's what the other House GOP members were saying is like they did this and they had no plan. Right? Yeah. Um, They're like, if we're gonna burn a bridge, at least have an alternate plan. They're just like, we'll burn it. Which who who even wanted to cross this river? It which was which was reactionary because of the whole government shutdown mm-hmm. and um 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 oh my god I forgot I was, I was gonna say House Speaker Jim. House Speaker McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, thank you. Young guns. Almost said uh, uh, House Speaker Trump. Uh, <laughs> House Speaker McCarthy did, you know, he, he <clears throat> made it so that they didn't shut down, and he was he was ticked off, and mm. he said, you mm. know what, we have this 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 uh, line in the in the bylaws, boom, you're out of here, and it was reactionary. Yeah. And I don't know, it just everything is so reactionary these days. Like, listen, if you if you're super in the heat of the moment and you're like. I gotta, I gotta blow off some steam right now. I gotta mm. go up to this person and I gotta tell them what I, I'm gonna go to the internet and I'm gonna tell it what I want so that the whole world hears me. Yeah. Especially as a political, as a person, elected person, even as as a, as a as a as my mom, mm. don't do it. Don't do it. Take a second. Yeah. Take a second. Breathe to ten. Give it a week. Think about it, and then you can always do it. Yeah. You can always do it. It's yeah. not like they couldn't have waited a week, tried to figure this out. Uh, have something in the background, even you know, but because they knew this was happening, it's not yeah. like the shutdown. It was uh, like, oh, where did this shutdown come a week before? Like, wait a second, what do you mean we might shut down the government? They knew this was coming. They wanted to you shut had down a, the government. You had a plan. You knew that the, you knew you knew that there's too much happening in the world right now for mm. the government to be able to shut down reasonably. You have this dude who's trying to. You see him talking by with everyone. Yeah, and you just just. Stop being reactionary. It's just so much. This is in the it's very, continuously being reactionary is only going to give us more. Uh, I don't know. It's going to. Can what, I? 
Go ahead. Yeah. Extreme. Extreme. Too much. Too many extremes. I was going to say, uh, shout out to Mike, who gave me this w- wisdom a, f- a month or two ago uh, when I was fired up about something. Mike Schmidt? No, Mike, our... Uh, oh, Mike Pataklis. Hey, Mike. Hey. Um, <clears throat> he said, I was like, I want to, I want to go, not like go nuclear, but I want to give him a piece of my mind. Yeah. And he said, you can always go nuclear later. You can't go nuclear and then go back to being diplomatic. So let's start with diplomatic. Um, and that's so true. Cause that's like why, you know, Matt Gates and Matt Gates plus eight. Is that anything? <laughs> Put that in the pocket. Hang on. Um, <laughs> Did we but, just think we can write a sitcom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is the um, sitcom right here. We're reading in this yeah, political article. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that now nobody trusts him. He's like, no, 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 I'm totally for this thing. It's like, mm. no, we don't trust you, dude. Like Now they don't trust him, right? Well, like, I mean, they, they, yeah. they probably shouldn't have trusted him to begin yeah. with. Um, but also, like, you know, starting with the, the situation where it's like, hey, you wanted to be speaker? Welcome to a hostage situation mm-hmm. from, the, from the jump. You yeah. know, and you can't do the the main goal of technically what they're all supposed to be doing, which is passing laws, <laughs> uh, because one guy has, you know, a proverbial knife to your throat, making you change the rules. This is wild, you know, um, and now they're squabbling and they're angry at each other and they call they like everybody went home because they didn't have uh, like the entire chamber went home because they didn't have a speaker and then they call everybody back because they're going to have a vote. And they still can't get it together. It's wild. It's wild. Um, they're saying, and they want Jordan out of the speaker race because he's lost now twice. But until he cedes, nobody else can run to be speaker. He's saying that a lot of people are. It's uh, the re- Republican representative uh, from Texas is suggested that a large chorus of lawmakers are privately calling or at least wishing that Jordan would drop out. Yeah. awkward awkward it's the most high school stuff i've ever what this is the highest this Mm. is can i tell you speaking of high school group project vibes oh for sure (laughs) like doing a group project with five people is a nightmare you better hope that one person really needs the good grade and then it's like oh so there's going to be 220 people that need to work on this group project together and everybody wants their name on it everybody wants to put that and they're like no i did this part there's this is this la- the last line of this article. Yeah, yeah, I am infuriated. This is um, Kelly Armstrong um, from North Dakota saying, "People are starting to realize that Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> People are starting to realize that Kevin McCarthy kept this thing together with duct tape and silly putty. It's and it's not and it's not as easy as they think. <laughs> Girl, man, you ever you accidentally get silly putty in your hair? Yikes." I used to get gum in my hair a lot as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, my mom was, like, really restrictive on when I was allowed to have gum because she oh. was worried about that. Man, you ever fall asleep with gum? It gets really gross. Yeah, don't mm. talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> um, but that's that's, <laughs> that's what reading that quote made what me think of. What are you Falling asleep with gum in your hair. This is, and then before <clears throat> that, represent, I don't know if it's a, a, a woman or uh, Kelly Armstrong. They Oh, he's uh, argued that... I don't think there's a single person in that room who can get 217 votes. <laughs> the person who's currently closest is someone who isn't even in the room. <laughs> McCarthy. Oh, that's funny. Ah, it's funny. how much taxes we pay? This is crazy. Oh, true. This is great. Like, whenever I read this, I just think tax. like, yeah, you're April. Your people sent April you here to govern. Sent- and this is what, and, and they're... Uh, uh, Still going to come back in April and say, money, please. So listen, you know what, guys? You know that guy we just, like, that we just ousted? Sure. I remember him. I think maybe we were wrong. It's possible that, and he doesn't even want to do it anymore. Well, I wouldn't either. I was... Fool me once. Fool me... Exactly. What did Bush say? What did Bush say? What is... Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me three times. Can't get fooled again. Boom. (laughs) He's at the third. He's yeah, the he third. is. At, this is the third. Can't get fooled again. First rule: being nominated. Being nominated. Being voted. Being down, voted down like seventeen times or something. And he was trying to do. I'm going to say it. I think he was trying to do the right thing. You know, he at least understood to, that the speakership is the second in line to the presidency. Hello. After the vice president. Yeah. After the, the VP. Um, yeah. That's. Uh, and I. Re- Matters of scale, people. I don't do... Mm. Whatever happened to the... T- Remember politics being, like, boring and yeah. and 
No one cared about the gubernatorial race. (laughs) (laughs) No one cared about any of this stuff. And I mean, I guess it is good because people need to need to get involved. They need to be engaged and all that for sure. And also, it has opened up the door for such silly putty silliness. Silly putty. It's a Schmidt show. It's a Schmidt show, Um, and you know, it's Citizens United and it's Newt Gingrich's fault. It just enough. Another day of not having a House Speaker. Another day of not having our government work. This is not... Thanks, you guys. How many days of that 45-day extension do we have left, by the way? Right, there was a... I, thought, I remember when I saw this, 45 days, geez, that's a long time. They wanted Little did no, I know. They should have done 90. They, you know, if you're, if you're going to get ousted, you might as well pass a budget. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. I mean, layaway you can do for 90 days. So right. why not, you know? Right. If we're, if we're going to use, you know logic that doesn't make sense for the you know one of the highest uh, offices in in the land um sure let's do oh well, why would we incorporate logic on that anyway so jim that, jordan tried they didn't like him they don't like him uh, he's, a, he's an extremist it sounds to me like kevin mccarthy is in an abusive relationship <laughs> and they're like no we we're sorry we made a mistake no, we didn't mean it you know when we did all that stuff to you and now our new boyfriend is like an insurrectionist and Nobody right. likes him. Right. And, and it's, it, we don't like that anymore. It's so concerned. And then considering like what the fallout from, you know, what happened on October 7th with the with the war being initiated. Like mm. this is this is really important time to have, sure. you know, someone who's going to bring whose job is really to, you know, get things passed together. But and can I say something about the do. budget? And then we, and then we can go. Whose to, budget? Which budget? Uh, the government's mm. budget, the federal budget. This whole fight that we have mm. every year, every two years, where they shut down the government and, you know, there's no park rangers at the parks and everything. Sorry, that's reductive, but Trash whatever. Trash pickup. Trash pickup, et cetera, et cetera. Um, every year we do that. And we don't, it doesn't have to be that way. Congress could pass a law that, that would say the government continues being funded at the same level until we pass something that says that we want to change it. And then we wouldn't have this problem. We wouldn't have this damn hostage situation. But nobody wants to do that because they want the publicity of being the one to shut down the government. Cough, cough, the Tea Party. Mm. <sighs> you know, it just, it doesn't have to, we, it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, what have you seen? I'm sputtering. Because <laughs> I get mad. No, I'll give you that. You get that. That's, I was, I was going to ask you, well, what do you think would be the downside to that? Like, what are people saying? I mean, would be small the... government people would say that the government would only ever get bigger if you're not cutting back. Mm. Um, but that's like, we're not really in a conversation about cutting things that the government is doing. Are we, so we're going to cut it from like 20 trillion to 1 trillion? To, yeah. To, are yeah. We, sorry, I mean, if we're already in the trillions, you know, think are we going to uh, cut from the defense budget? No. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got well, it. Well, I mean, let's, I've, I don't. There's forty thousand, uh, forty, forty, forty million dollars in Maluma County just sitting there. I don't know. You yeah. Know? So I'm not. If we're already doing things when we're, you know, tits for tatting, then, I mean, that's you know, you're gonna take my. I have taxpayer on layaway, t- taxpayer money on layaway. Um, no, I, I really hope that no, we it's get like, their stuff together. I, I feel like we're the parent. It's like, hey, I'm not giving you your allowance until I know you can be responsible with it. Yeah, but then and if you and your friends are gonna get in a fight about how you're gonna spend your money. You know, but then you you but your kid has the power to like put you in jail if you don't yeah, give them their allowance. So, so that's it doesn't <laughs> see that's what I'm saying. It doesn't the meta- <laughs> metaphor doesn't totally work. I it's, admit it. it's like hold on a second. Anyways, um, we are gonna go on a quick musical break and the gap on Kebu back yeah. in a moment. We'll be back. Exchanging glances, wondering in the night What were the chances we'd be sharing love Before the night was through Something in your eyes was so inviting Something in your smile was so exciting Something Hello, 
glance away, a warm embracing dance away, and ever since that night, we've been together, lovers at first sight, in love forever, it turned out so right, for strangers in the night. a little bit of cake uh, covering Frank Sinatra, mm. Strangers in the Night. Well, we're on to our second. I like it. Oh, thank I you. I, I was grooving. I, was I hope, yeah, that, I hope that, uh, communicated my appreciation for it. Uh, folks, we're in the second half of the program here on KBOO Portland. I'm T- Althea. I'm not Tammy. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm Tammy now. I'm Althea. Because <laughs> it's all spooky and backwards in October. Ooh, because um, of Halloween. Because of Halloween. I'm Althea. I lived in Paris in New York. That's not true. She's spreading. <laughs> I Wee-wee. shouldn't have let her do this. <laughs> um... If you like our show, if you like KBOO, you don't even have to like our show that much. If you just like KBOO, uh, KBOO.fm slash give. It is the fall membership drive. We would, we deeply appreciate your support. Um, and we have a very special community question for you today, which is we're not telling you what it is. <laughs> yeah. In in the spirit of Hallow's, Halloween, uh, we have our mystery question. Uh, so what the way it goes is you call in. And then we spin the wheel and we ask you one of the questions and you have to answer it. Yep. Um, and if you don't want to, then we have, we'll, you can pass. We'll give you up to three. Up to three. They're, they're fun questions. I, I filled out this whole wheel for you. There's 180 different ones. Um, and you can also message us. Oh, thank you. Um, on the website, if you like, kboo.fm, you can click on the little bubble in the bottom left right-hand corner. Sorry, I'm not great with the rights and the lefts. Um, and that says chat with us if you want to If you wanna request a question and let us know what you think. 503-231-8187. There's some pretty great questions. Join and, our spooky game. And it's, again, the, the mystery question. Mystery question. And you get to, well, uh, Sherry is actually going to spin the wheel for us. Sherry, do you want to, let's do a practice one. Okay. Sweet, and we got a question. Let's see what it says. What's the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Boom, got him. Look at this technology over here. <laughs> Hello, Elon Musk. Yeah. Hey, hang up on him, please. <laughs> oh, and then you have you, to think about it. What's the weirdest food think. you've ever eaten? Hmm. Uh, probably fake chicken soy curds. Oh, soy curls. Because yeah. I don't know what's in them. You ask me, hey, what's in that fake chicken you're eating? Mm, yeah, not chicken. Couldn't tell you. I don't couldn't know what's you. in it. Science. Uh, one time, my sisters, me, one of my sisters, and I made a popsicle out of a snail. What? Um, and then we made my other sister eat it. Or like, Is this like when you were living in far in Paris? In no, <laughs> no, it wasn't cooked. <laughs> um, oh, it was. Yeah, it was at my mom's house when I was growing up. Don't worry, we put a sprig of mint in it. It was ill advised. Where it's was the right. shell? Did you eat the shell too? No, I mean, maybe it was a slug. I don't know. Oh, Althea. It wasn't good. So I wouldn't. That's a Paris not, in you. <laughs> it's the Parisian. There's no Paris in me. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's lying to you. Five zero three two three one eight one eight seven. Get on game. this interactive game of uh, questions where we have our mystery question. The mystery questions. Spooky. Five zero three two three one eight one eight seven again. 503-231-8187. And you can also spin the wheel, wheel on uh, on the internet. In, inter- what? Uh, not intravenous. Uh, virtually. Oh, virtually, yes. Yeah. So um, if you want to message us on the website. Whenever people say FM. virtual, I think of Venus, and then I get intravenously. Hmm. It's a little, a little <laughs> something about me. That's a little thing about um, me. You can go on kboo.fm and go to the lower right-hand side, and you can say, hey, I want to add. I want. I add me roll, on to the wheel. Roll me. Roll me on, and we'll roll you on and ask you a question. Yeah. Um, and five zero three two three one eight one eight seven is the phone number. And we'll keep asking each other questions until somebody bites. So. Okay. Cool. Do you want to roll? Roll it again, Sherry. Sure. 
The timing is pretty, That's, yeah, it's pretty I, good. I'm surprised that. Have you ever done any extreme sports like skydiving or bungee jumping? <laughs> Have you? I fell off a lime scooter once. That was, <laughs> that was not good. Would you ever? Uh, do that again? No, the skydiving or bungee jumping. Not asking if you would fall. I would love to fall off a lime scooter again. Well, you got the knee pads now. Actually, I, yeah, but I wouldn't do it. It was it was uh, it was super painful healing process. I would never do it again. Yeah, it was, was not a good situation. completely useless. As somebody who was there so. at the urgent care, I don't want you to do it again. Um, I don't want me to do it. Ever. I don't want you to do that again either. I don't think I'd skydive, bungee jump. I don't know. Both of them are really scary. How about you? They're pretty. They're pretty freaky. Did you hear about the the lady? One hundred and nine. Oh, skydiving died a week later before Guinness could verify her. Psh. Well, isn't that ironic? That's exactly what I was thinking. Alanis. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's like- Sorry for bringing up Alanis Morissette. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would. So, and then like, I don't know if you see these videos online, but they like make an effort, especially with bungee jumping to like terrify you. Sure. Yeah, they, they do. You're they like standing on the it. edge, all strapped in or whatever. And then they're like, whoa, what's <laughs> going to happen? Or they like unclip something and you feel like you're going to fall and then you don't fall and then they unclip it again. And I'll try maybe zip lining that maybe that'll oh, be like a nice fun. step towards that. But it'd have to be like do, maybe six feet. I developed the, the heights bars. thing. Yeah. Well, as you grow older, because yeah. you get it because you're physically, listen, Is I'm not a why? doctor. <laughs> It's not medical advice, but it's through my hypotheses. I'm sure. saying if you are getting longer, then the ground is further away from you. So, boom, right. science. Yeah, I'm trying to, th- I think maybe I was like 14 or 15 when I started my fear of heights. It's not the like the, the coolest thing to be afraid of. We're not birds. We're not, I mean, we're, we're, we're not birds. That's true. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, at your birthday, like two years oh, ago, yeah, you did. I, ac- I involuntarily fell to my knees in big pink you know, 30 floors up or whatever. Like, I started looking over the side. And Tammy was laughing at oh, me. Oh, because I, I couldn't believe that happened. Because I was like, oh, I, I, I see exactly what happened. You see that you, you believe me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that window made you made you weak at your knees. It did. Sure. I was I was literally, I yeah. fell to my knees. <laughs> She's laughing at me again. Oh. <laughs> it's um, just like it was two years ago. <laughs> I think we may have a caller on the line. Let's see, let's see. Oh, oh, cool. All right. Got comments and questions. Francis. Hello, Francis. Hi. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, hey, how's it going? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, okay. Are you ready for a question? I'll roll the sure. wheel for you. Okay, let's roll the wheel. Would you rather have the ability of teleportation or of flying? Mm. You can pass if you don't like the question. I'll roll it again. <laughs> flying. Flying? Why? Anyway, I don't know. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Anyway, Get the breeze in your hair. Mm. I used to dream that I could tread air like it was water. Whoa. Whoa. That, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Airbender. Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My comment is about the alignment week. Oh, please, yeah. I don't know that I've read, I might have picked up a issue or two, but since they did their racist article in 96, mm-hmm. headlining the jailblazers, I have had little, little respect for the Lament Week and whatever their opinions are. That mm-hmm. may be faulty on my part, but I did not appreciate that at all. Yeah. And I think that when Schmidt tried to uh, make the court system more fair more equal representative or equal justice mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing so I'm not sure how much of the petty crime that is a result of people not having housing and drug addiction should be put on him yeah you know anyway that's fair thank you for the, All right, for the comment we appreciate care. it fly away Francis mm. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely we've we've learned from callers to the show about Willamette Week's history. Yeah, I do. I wonder could he like put pressure on because they're on the county level. So couldn't he put pressure on people on like uh, the joint offices to I don't know. do their thing? You know, because they're I mean like their offices and they're they're they could be friends. I don't know. 
maybe yeah. some they've got to be in a staff meeting at the same time. Something it, in the same office like, building. Something. something. Like Anyways, we got another caller. How you doing? Good. All right. Are you ready for your question? Yeah. Okay. Roll the wheel. And you can pass if you don't like it. You can pass if you don't like it. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? It's high technology. Okay. If you could be an animal, what animal would you be and why? Um, I guess I, I'd be a cat because they just get their way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the, mm. No, that's true. <laughs> what what kind of cat? Like a house cat or a big cat? or yeah, Orange cat. A Orange, house cat. House cat, yeah. Do you have cats yeah. yourself? I have a cat and she gets her way and it's mind-blowing. <laughs> Who's training who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, would you like to do another question? We can do another question if you want. Um, well, I would like to just take this time to tell you guys how much I enjoy your show. I mean, um, I learned about politics from The Daily Show. And I, if I want to hear the bad things in the world, I listen to Democracy Now. Mm-hmm. But I'm new up here. And I, I'm finding out a little, little by little about Portland by listening to your show. And one night I was sitting on the couch watching TV, and there was Renee Gonzalez. And I went, oh, my God, it's Renee Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way I knew that was from your show. Yeah, you, you <laughs> thought we were lying about the sweater vests. <laughs> I just enjoy you guys. Well, thank you so That's much. That's so nice. Thank We're you. We're so glad you called. Okay. You take Bye-bye. care. Have a good one. Thanks. You see up there with The Daily Show, <laughs> Amy Goodman, and The Gap yep. on cable. Psh, mic I, drop. Uh, I won't drop the mic because they are expensive and I they're, you they're know, struggling. Also, and they're affixed to they're, a lot of... I don't know if, how you would. Uh, We're fi- trying to get them not to drop. That's <laughs> the problem. Thank you. 503-231-8187. Call in, get a qu- spooky mystery question. <laughs> get the wheel turning. Yeah. Um, and, and do you have anything on the internet? Oh, let me see. If you want to message us, you can. Um, on kboo.fm, you can click on the chat with us button and get yourself a mystery question to answer on air 503-231-8187 should we roll it again and answer one for ourselves while we wait for calls okay <clears throat> sure three two one roll it sherry you're killing it with the with <laughs> the with the cherries are board up shout out sherry you're really doing it wow it gonna be? you guys are like sync what is something you are great at cooking oh <laughs> She's rolling up her sleeves to answer this question. Yeah, put on. Um, well, I worked. I worked as b- in back of the house. I uh, was a chef de partie, as mm. they say, where your your people Stop are from. Stop saying that I'm French. I'm not French, <laughs> and I never claimed to be. They're from New York. No, nope. I uh, was. I basic French cooking is what I learned, uh-huh. but I love Italian cooking. Love me a gnocchi, mm. uh, tomato sauce of any kind, like Middle Eastern tomato <laughs> sauce, anything Yum. with eggplant, uh, pastas. Um, mm, mm, yeah, mm, all of that. Yeah, how about you? What do you What do you say? Well, there's this uh, pasta salad. Oh, you've been telling you've notorious. I'm, I mean, a lot of my cooking and recipes are riffs on, or or sort of uh, recreations in lesser <laughs> of what my mom cooked. <laughs> do you? But my my pasta salad, I got my own spin on it. I got my own thing. Do you um, find that you cook more in the summertime because you're you yeah. pasta cooking it up yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. I, I definitely... Well, I kind of do. I mean... Are you making those well, rhubarb pies and stuff? Oh, I was so into the rhubarb pie this summer. I'm very <laughs> rhubarb-filled. Don't even get me... St- I could talk about rhubarb all day, but You're that's not what the show is about. <laughs> I love about the rhubarb. rhubarb. Anyway, we have a caller. Avea, hey, how's it going? Hey, it's Aviva. Aviva. Hey, Aviva, how Sorry. are you? Hey, Aviva. Hey, Hey, it's good to talk to y'all. I just called in for a fun question. Let's do a fun question. Spinning the wheel. Roll the wheel. What's it going to be? 180 different questions I've loaded in here. So colorful. Let's see. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Oh my God, I love this one. (laughs) Um... 
I love TLC's style, you know, mm-hmm. the band, TLC, yeah, yeah. the group, and, like, where they would pin stuff to their overalls, you know, and, and have oh. that, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, safe sex stuff pinned to their, pinned to their shirts and super baggy clothes, that, mm-hmm. that's what I would bring back. Nice. Oh, yeah, I miss that. Oh, and the swoop over the eye? Mm-hmm. I love the swoop mm-hmm. over the eye. Yeah, yeah, that whole look is... is I just like baggy clothes. Yeah. Stylish and baggy and still form-fitting somehow. I don't yeah. know. They knew how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And those little tops. Yeah. The fi- the fishbowl, yeah. the fisheye lens. Yeah. 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 Fisheye makes it all look, makes yeah. it all better. Well, you guys are awesome. I love in the morning. Thanks for waking us up in Portland. Thank you. Happy I really to do it. Thanks it. for calling. All right, we have we have another caller with us, John. How you doing? Hi. Hey, how are you? When I first heard you two, I thought, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can get into this, but I've learned to like um, starting my day. Well, I actually start my day earlier, but uh, enjoying my day with the help of you two. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Happy to help. You want a question? Yeah, give me a question, and then I'll make a suggestion real quick. All right, let's 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 roll the wheel. Roll the wheel. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Doodle. Well, you can pass if you if you don't have a, an answer. It says, what is your most used emoji? Are you emoji user? Oh, no. I guess you better either give me another question or if you have another caller. Um, no, 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 no. no, 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 no you no, get no, another you question. You get another question. You get a pass. That's not the right question for you. Mm-hmm. I'll f- coffee or tea? That's your another question. Coffee or tea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, coffee most of the time, but I do like good tea. Um, what kind of yeah, tea do you like? What's... I drink it black, and sometimes I add milk and sugar, but uh, mostly black. Yeah, I like drinking it black so that the people know. They, I say, I'm the type of person that drinks my coffee black, and I want <laughs> you to know. It me. is. I like, I like people to know a little bit. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then once I get home, I put some, some almond <laughs> milk in it, <laughs> a little sugar. It's all performative. They don't need to know. <laughs> we know. We know who we are. <laughs> Since, since here's my suggestion. Since yeah. you two like to focus on the local, which is a good thing, um, here's a local possible uh, thing you could do. Hmm. I know a guy who, back in the day, won an award for his documentary. He was the he was the videographer, and Lars Larson was the journalist, the Whoa. speaker. <laughs> okay. And they got a, an award for the return of life to the Mount St. Helens area after the explosion. And so I don't think Lars has done anything useful since then. <laughs> but if somebody's willing to <clears throat> listen to Lars a little bit and tell us what the enemy is saying, I can't hardly stand to listen to him. But mm. It would take a tough cookie to to do this assignment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the suggestion, John. We'll we'll see what we can do. Um, okay. <laughs> you have you know a good. Where Lars is on the dial. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, how could you not? <laughs> Thanks right, for calling. Have a great weekend. Yeah, Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> can I do a quick moment to to thank some of our recent donors? Yes, please. Thank you very much to Brian H, Laurel W, Ryan C, and Isabel V have have contributed to our fall membership drive. You can be like them. Kboot.fm slash give. You can also text the word KBOO to four four three two one. And that is uh, that's how you can you can be a part of this. Should we do one? Should we close it out with one more question? We got we got it. We have, I don't know if we have enough time for another. Let's do question. it really fast. Okay. Sherry, roll the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Sherry's doing it. You're so good with the sound effects. Yeah. Uh, this is really exciting. We've always wanted more sound effects <laughs> on the show. What fictional world or place would you like to visit? The Shire. She's locked and loaded the on Shire, that. hundred <laughs> percent. No question, no question. Um, where How would I you? like to visit? I don't know. Like, is Atlantis allowed? Yeah, like sure. Like an underwater world. Well, it's not fictional. It's real, though. Oh, what? <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> okay, my bad. Maybe I'll have to think about it. Um, well, we want to say thank you so much for uh, listening to the show. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Althea, and thank, thank you, you Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. Thank, thank you, Cable. The wheel roller extraordinaire uh, Sherry Morish on the ones and twos I believe Veterans Voice is up next um, and enjoy hope it. you all have a good weekend donate to K-Boo goodbye
I'm Naomi Klein, and you are listening to KBOO Portland 90.7 FM. We invite you to participate in our brand new public affairs program, Once Upon a Time. Share with us your memories and touchstone events of your life. Join us for our premiere Friday, October 20th, 11 a.m. to noon, here on KBU. 90.7 FM and available online at kibu.fm. Consuelo is my name and I will be glad to hear from you and reminisce about your journey. Friday, October 20th, 11 a.m. to noon, once upon a time, live in the air room here at KBU 90.7 FM. Mm-hmm. 